A virtual assistant is someone that helps you with your business. So when you think about the different tasks that you're doing on a daily basis, depending on how much that you feel that these tasks are worth, it may mean that you need a virtual assistant. And some of the benefits of a virtual assistant is that they do the things that you are not the high expensive types of tasks. They're the tasks that could be $30 or $20 an hour. Hi, I'm Adrian M. White, and with over a decade of entrepreneurship experience and launching four successful businesses, I know what it takes to grow your business online and live a more purpose-filled life doing the work that you most enjoy. Branding Invert is your go-to resource for branding, marketing, and entrepreneurship advice for service-based business owners looking to scale their business to six figures a year. This is the Brand and Convert with Adrian M. White podcast. Hey guys, thank you for joining today. We are here for live business Q&A launch hour where you can ask me anything in relation to branding, marketing, entrepreneurship, or how to grow a six-figure service-based business. I'm really excited to be here today. So ask your questions, put your questions in the chat. So how I am kicking things off now is by answering or just talking about a couple things of couple conversations that came up this past week with my clients that I wanted to talk to you guys about. So today, the first thing that I wanted to talk with you about is about virtual assistants. So if you've never actually, and I'm specifically, I'm going to talk about virtual assistants and in the States and then offshore. A virtual assistant is someone that helps you with your business. So when you think about the different tasks that you're doing on a daily basis, what is your hourly rate? If your hourly rate is hundred dollars an hour and you're doing a task, how much do you think that task is worth? Is that a hundred dollar an hour task or is that a twenty dollar an hour task, thirty dollar an hour task? How much is that, you know, how much is it really worth? So depending on how much that you feel that these tasks are worth means that if you're doing a lot of tasks that really could be a $20 task, a $30 task, it may mean that you need a virtual assistant. And some of the benefits of a virtual assistant is that they do the things that you are not the high expensive types of tasks. They're the tasks that could be $30 or $20 an hour. So for me, some of those tasks are maybe sending emails, creating social media posts, doing little repetitive things or doing data entry, you know, things like that. Um, those are things that I give to my virtual assistant. If you are looking to make your life easier, have more flexibility, really have, depending on how you train your virtual assistant and what their skill set is, they may allow you more flexibility. I know for me personally, I definitely have had more flexibility by having a virtual assistant now. So that enables me to, next week I'm going to Jamaica, which is why I have my hair like this. So it allows me to go to Jamaica. It allows me to be able to have someone that is like checking in on my business while I may not be around and is able to alert me when there is something that 
they, you know, something going on with the business. So I do a lot of things. I'm managing a lot of things. I'm managing now a team of like almost eight people. So I have a lot on my plate and having a virtual assistant has really, really helped me grow my business in a way that does not overwhelm me as much as it could. So I highly recommend that you get a virtual assistant so that you can make your life a little bit easier. There's two ways that you can, well, there's two two types of virtual assistants. You can get virtual assistants that are local. So if you live in the US, these are virtual assistants that are in the US. They are trained on different skill levels. And then the other option is getting an offshore virtual assistant. For um, virtual assistants, I believe it's the Philippines and India has a robust network of people that are trained to be virtual assistants. And the benefit of using someone offshore is that usually their fees are going to be less than the U.S. ones because the cost of living is different offshore. So I specifically have a Philippines virtual assistant and she works 25 hours a day, hours a week, excuse me, for me, um, five hours a day. And the hours that she works is like smack dab in the middle of my day when things are the most productive. She works 11 to four, which has been really, really helpful. I started off with having a virtual assistant, American virtual assistant that I only worked with on occasion. I sent her occasional projects and her hourly was maybe like $30 an hour, which added up really quickly. But in switching to a Philippines virtual assistant, I was able to bring the hourly from $30 an hour all the way down to $8 an hour. And I was able to, you know, obviously give more hours. And I just feel like my virtual assistant from the Philippines is a little bit more skilled than the U.S. virtual assistant. And she's open and willing to change and to learning new things. She's a quick learner. So it's worked really well for me. There are some drawbacks to having like a virtual assistant offshore. Some of the cultural things that I've heard about it is that sometimes, and I guess this could happen offshore and in the States, but sometimes they will just kind of go MIA, especially if, you know, maybe there's an issue with the work or, you know, something like that. You want someone that has, you know, really strong work ethic and is going to be able to is just going to be good at what they do. You want someone that you can partner with long term. Well, if that's your desire for my for me that was definitely a desire. I wanted someone that I could partner with long term. So, definitely keep that in mind. Virtual assistants can be great. There's benefits and drawbacks to you know, anybody that you hire, anybody that you do business with. So make sure that you vet them appropriately. But definitely get you a virtual assistant, make your life 100% easier. We got a question. The question is, good afternoon. I'm in the job market and want to know your recommendation to branding yourself to stand out, especially as someone offering consultant and freelance services. So if you are someone that is looking for a job, and you want to brand yourself as a freelancer. Okay, so the first thing that you need to do to brand yourself as a freelancer is figure out what your brand identity is and how you're going to stand out from your competitors. So 
For example, if you are offering social media marketing services, what makes your social media marketing services different than someone else's social media marketing services? Is it the customer service approach that you have? Is it your experience that you had in data analytics or in Facebook ads? Think about what is going to be different about your services versus somebody else. The next thing that you want to do to figure this out is you need to do your competitive positioning. I would say I like to do a list of like 10 to 20 different competitors, kind of up to you how many you actually you know want to do for that number. But I like to look up 10 to 20 competitors. Most of them are going to probably be local businesses. And you want them to also be like freelancers or small agencies so that you can have a good comparison. Someone like directly comparable to what you do and see how they are positioning themselves on their websites. That's going to allow you to figure out how you can position yourself slightly differently, but still be inspired by the way that they're positioning themselves online. So I definitely recommend you do that. Once you do that, you need to come up with who your target customer is. Who do you want to market to? Do you need to niche it down? You know, figure out whoever it is that you need to market to. And then once you have all of that information, then you can figure out how to brand yourself. So once you have all that information, think about the colors that would appeal to your target customer and feel authentic to who you are. For example, you can see like my office is branded. This office is branded, these colors. Initially when I created, I was working with a lot of female entrepreneurs. So I have these pictures of like black, you know, strong black women and things like that. All of that is a part of your brand essence, your brand personality. So figure out what those colors are going to be that are, you know, true to you and then also are going to be unique to are going to appeal to your target audience. You can also look into the color meanings of them to figure that out. And then another thing that you can do, so colors, you can get your services or you can create your services based off of your competitive research, but get a professional brand photo shoot, like a lifestyle photo shoot. And when you do your photo shoot, get it in your brand colors. So wear things that are in your brand colors, do different things with your brand colors, build or get built a website that speaks to your competitive differentiators and I'm sure you're enjoying this episode, but I wanted to quickly pop in to let you know about how you can grow your service-based business to six figures a year today by learning how to better market it online. Join my exclusive membership community, Marketing Maintenance, for as little as $49 a month and learn how to develop and implement effective online marketing strategies that bring in more leads while also keeping your WordPress website protected and up-to-date. This program includes website updates, site maintenance, monthly marketing trainings, one-on-one -on -one marketing strategy meetings, and marketing deliverable creation. Join today at marketingandmaintenance.com. Build or get built a website that speaks to your competitive differentiators and is in your brand colors and includes your lifestyle shoots. And then obviously you're going to want to have your portfolio there and other important information. So 
that's what I recommend. If you want to stand out, you have to come real professional. You have to come with your stuff together and you have to come like you know what you're doing. So if you follow those, those steps, you should be able to get it together and get some clients. While we wait for another question, I'm going to talk about how you can get leads on social media. And this actually kind of relates to the previous question because before you even have your website and things like that, you may be trying to solicit business in the meantime. So maybe you have your website being created or other things that are being done that you are trying to get together or you're, you know, maybe you have, maybe those branding pieces are still in the works. Well, not the branding, but the web development part is still in the works, but you're looking to get clients immediately. So what I recommend here is the first thing you need to do is you definitely need to still brand yourself and do that competitive research and stuff before you ever market yourself anywhere. You always want to do that type of research prior. So make sure that you do that research first and you get your brand colors, your fonts, your logo. Once you have that together, you can create a profile on Instagram, or if you already have a profile on Instagram, you can update it to have your brand color scheme. And um, you want to show if you if you've never had a client before, I would recommend maybe getting a few clients for free and getting them to write testimonials for you that you can highlight on your profile. But you want to you want your profile to be really positioned around your unique differentiators. For example, for me, if you go to my Instagram profile, it says that I help service-based business owners scale to six figures by launching and marketing beautiful brands and websites that convert. So what this means is that I do branding and web design. We also help with marketing. It's specific to service-based business owners, and it's for those that are looking to scale to six figures. So if you are not looking to scale to six figures, if this is something on your side, if you're not really that invested, then I might not be the right person for you to work with. So think of what that statement is. And then once you have that statement together and you have some posts on your profile, another thing you can do on the profile, especially if you don't have a website, but even if you have a website it can be helpful, is use your IG highlights as your website. So people like to poke around without leaving the specific platform. If they are poking around, you can have your highlights, have a highlight that talks about your services. You can create this in Canva, canva.com. But have a highlight that talks about your services. Have a highlight that shows your portfolio of work. Have a highlight that has different testimonials. You know, think of different highlights, which would be information from your site. Have facts as a highlight. So pull that information that probably would be on your website, make it as a highlight. To get prospects, you want to search for different hashtags. So think of hashtags that your target customer would be searching for online or would be using, maybe not searching for, but would be using online. So again, if you're a social media consultant, maybe hashtag social media maybe small business, entrepreneur, solopreneur. Those are all hashtags that you can search and then look for your ideal client. So look at the posts, click on people's profiles and look at their profile, look at what they're posting and see if you think they would be an ideal client. If you think that they would be an ideal client, then you go to their feed, you like and maybe comment 
on maybe like about five posts, go to their stories, comment on their stories, react to their stories so that it goes to a message. And then feel free to kind of shoot your shot, ask them a question. Think of, try to not be salesy, try to be more consultative. So think of a question that you can ask them. So maybe the question is, is, hey, love your profile, especially this post that said X, Y, Z. Are you actively marketing yourself on social media or are you looking... You don't want to sound too salesy, so you don't want to say like, are you looking to get more clients on social media? But you can just ask like, how's business going for you? How long have you been in business? Questions like that. And then ask them some questions and then kind of ask them how that makes them feel. And then once you get to the point where you, they're kind of going back and forth with you, they're answering your questions, you can share about your services. And you don't want to send them something where they're going to buy immediately. You want to send them some type of free consultation, maybe a free, I would say if you want clients, you could either send them a free lead magnet if you have a sales funnel set up around it, or you can send them a link for them to schedule a call with you. Um, but make sure you get their buy-in you know, before that happens, which is them looking for help, needing support. How long did it take for you to get to your business up and running so that it's your main job? Great question. So I've actually had my business for 10 years. I started it designing websites for friends and family when I got out of school. Get it up and running so it's your main job. So I quit my full-time job four years ago. So I've been a full-time entrepreneur for four years on February 1st. And it took me, I guess, six years <laughs> to prepare. So the thing was, I did prepare, but I also did like some faith moves. So the year before that I went full-time with entrepreneurship, I had multiple signs from God that it was, the time was coming for me to do the full-time entrepreneurship and that it was going to happen that I needed to do it at the beginning of 2019. So what I did is in 2018, I had a job. Well, over the years, so I'm pretty good with money. So I've done different things to kind of pay off debt. And then 2018, I got really aggressive with paying off my student loans. So I paid off my student loans and that enabled me to have a little bit more disposable income and just lower my expenses in general for a lower income. The end of that year, so so just talking about revenues. So my business was at 20K at the end of 2018. So I was bringing in a consistent 20K a month, which if I get my ca calculator, let's see what that is. It's about 1600 a month or 1600 a month. So I was bringing in a consistent 1600 a month. And then my first year of full-time entrepreneurship, I brought in 70K that year. So, so if you can get your revenues to about 10 to 20, I would say at least a thousand a month from your side hustle, and you're just doing it part-time, think about how much more you could bring in if you were doing it full-time. So if you are only spending five hours a week or, so let's say you're spending 10 hours a week, which was probably me, and then you go into full-time entrepreneurship, you can spend 40 hours a week or maybe even more than that. So 
think about what your revenues, you know, that 20K on 10 hours a week could turn into 80K with 40 hours a week. So if you can exponentially think about it in that way and the numbers make sense, I recommend creating a six to 12 month plan to get out of here and doing it. There's a book that I have. Let's see if I have it in this office, but it was literally, I might've, oh, it might be audible. Let's see if I can pull up the name before we get done so that you guys can have it. So there was a book that talks, it gave, it was like a 12 month to prepare for entrepreneurship. Okay, here it is. It's called Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months by Melinda Emerson. Get that book, read it, prepare, do what you need to do. So again, Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months, a month-by-month guide to a business that works. But get that book. They'll help you get your entrepreneurship thing going. Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months. Thank you for tuning in, you guys. I see the silent watchers, but I appreciate you tuning in. And I will see you next time. Feel free to continue to comment on this live. The video will be posted on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. And also cop your Purpose Focus t-shirt, which you can get at brandwithamw forward slash shop. Until next time, guys. See you later. Thanks for tuning in. You made it to the end. We have more amazing episodes coming up just like this one on the Brand and Convert with Adrian and White podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at brandwithamw and learn more about working with me at brandwithamw.com. People always ask me how I scaled my business to six figures per year and now work full-time in my purpose. After a decade of being an entrepreneur and launching four successful businesses, I know what it takes to get your service-based business to six figures per year quickly. Start booking higher paying clients, automating your processes, and clarifying your messaging in my free training, Five Strategies My Clients Are Using to Develop Brands, Websites, and Processes that Grow Six-Figure Businesses. Secure your seat today at training.brandwithamw.com. See you there.